0: How long gone is here? It is I, me, Chris Black. You're back in LA, right? I'm freezing. <clears throat> What's up? Oh, baby. As I jogged
1: down Melrose today, I saw a beautiful picture of Harry Styles above the Gucci store on Melrose Place, and I knew I was home.
0: Grammy nominated artist Harry Styles.
1: Grammy nominated artist Harold Her- Stylish. But yeah, I mean, we've gotten some requests because the Grammy nominations came out just this morning um and you know we should go through that quickly before we talk to our our guests who are also in the music business but yep so i you know i don't know where to start exactly but i guess i'll start where the new york times started um and that's with uh record of the year so we've got uh, uh you know abba <laughs> uh Ade- adele beyonce mary j blige brandy Carlisle featuring lucius doja cat steve lacy kendrick lamar lizzo yeah. And Harold Stylish. So this is
0: album, this is record of the year.
1: Record of the year. None of this really tickles my fancy too much. I mean, nothing's worse than Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius, not really my bag, Mary J. Blige is Dusty. Break my soul by Beyonce did grow in me um abba i've never heard the song adele i love but i have to give it to our dog steve lacy i hate to say it bad habit might be the best song on the list
0: yeah so it's confusing when they call it record of the year and not album or single right i guess they're trying to yeah preserve that kind of old speak or whatever so yeah i i would agree with you it's got to be steve lacy it's the only song out of this bunch that Had like a good story behind it. It was, it's, it debuted at number 100 and slowly rose thanks to our friends over at TikTok. (laughs) You guys over there in China rock. Uh, Don't, don't do anything with my special data, please. (laughs) And, and it's also like you hear the song come on and it is an odd, funky groove that is not normal for 2022. And it's actual music with guitars and, and drums and it's weird and artsy and, it's also the catchiest song of the year it just is it is what it is.
1: Yeah, when I describe you I I like to say, you know, funky and weird as well. It sounds like you're just desc- mm-hmm. it sounds like you're describing a a, a wine. But you're actually describing uh, Steve Lacey. (laughs) Uh, But album of the year, more of the same, except we got Bad Bunny in the motherfucking mix. You already know. Mm -hmm. And although I don't listen to Bad Bunny, his his, uh, status in the world is so large that I feel like he deserves it just for that. I don't know how Coldplay made it on here, um, that feels like <laughs> a, a psyop in 2022. Coldplay literally makes like music that's not even good enough for elevators at this stage.
0: But they used to be so
1: sick. They used to be so sick.
0: I guess "sick" is not the word for it, but it was a big guilty pleasure. Coldplay.
1: I mean, we got the songwriter stuff too. But we don't want to get into that here. That, that, there's too many names on these things. Yeah,
0: it's it, this is it's it's the same shit as Instagram when your dumb little friend does a little photo shoot and they have to list <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, and Catering? here's the here's the tag. <laughs> Here's the Instagram at of my friend's mom who waited in the car while his son, her son, did the PA work. Like you, they list everyone except for the model. That's what's wrong with this world. And same thing for for the for the fucking Grammys. It's like okay, so God did is nominated for the Song of the Year for DJ Khaled, which he didn't do anything on it, obviously ever.
1: No, that's not true. Khaled Khaled is listed.
0: <laughs> so God did. Which is a great song by Tariq Azuz, E. Blackmon, Khaled Khaled, F. LeBlanc, Sean Carter, John Stevens, Dwayne Carter, William Roberts, Nicholas Warmer, DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday with two Ys. What the flying fuck? I mean, that's what it takes. That's a ton of metal to make that Grammy for every one of those people.
1: The thing about looking at this songwriters list is I think Bonnie Raitt should win because guess who? Guess how many names are on her song? Just one, Bonnie Raitt. That's right. So let's just give it to her. Off rip, Bonnie Raitt should win for having uh, having only only one credit, her own name now. But best new artist is where we're gonna have to get into it, Jason, because we got your girl Anita, <laughs> Anita, another Spanish language superstar, known hottie and and bottom uh for Frank Ocean, Omar Apollo, mm-hmm. Dami and J D Beck. Never heard of him, Mooney Long. Never heard of him, Samira Joy. Never heard of him, Big Lotto. You already know where my votes going.
0: Yeah, I mean, and whenever I see Lotto. Name listed. It's a, It's the same thing for me as when I see Chinatown Market change her name to Market. We're still calling Lotto Mulatto, and we're still calling Ch- Market Chinatown Market. Okay.
1: Don't forget. Don't forget. I wasn't. I, I was there. Main skin. Who I don't. Um. They wear too much makeup for me, and I live through the darkness in. uh In the early aughts, so I'm all good. Toby Nawik, I don't know. Molly Tuttle. I don't know. Wet leg. Yeah. OK, um, mm. I got to give it to I got to give it to Big Lotto for me. I mean, she's the only one that's interesting. Yeah. she's the only one that's interesting. I mean, I like Anita, but I can't understand the words.
0: Right, right, right. Maybe if it was Grammys in come to Brazil Grammys, that'd be one thing. But also, I'm, I'm sure in Brazil or Sao Paulo or wherever Anita is from, she has been you know a, a best new artist for the last 10 years or something like that you know yeah she's already been beasting in the
1: underground let's skip ahead to dance, dance electronic recording so i can get dj them jeans to weigh on this important okay uh, break my soul by beyonce rosewood by bonobo and that's not the khakis dealer that's with no s uh <laughs> bonobos don't forget my love uh by friend of the show diplo and friend of mine miguel i'm good by david getta and bb rexa who's a psyop uh intimidated <laughs> katronada feature, feature- industry plant her and on my knees uh rufus two umlauts do soul (laughs) of course of course i've heard none of these songs i'm gonna vote for (laughs) k k trinata because he's the only cool person on this list uh i feel like diplo wins enough you know like in life diplo wins
0: a lot in life
1: (laughs) he's having sex with four different chicks a day he's rich he can surf he he puts a lot of pictures uh on instagram where his his shirt is off because he's so confident in his torso Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna have to give this one to to our boy K He doesn't
0: need the hardware. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, one thousand percent. The other songs. Oh, oh, whatever. Oh, and I, I don't even like K is 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 boring for me and but so is everything else on this list so if, well whatever i mean david getta in 2022 yeah i mean that's on, crazy guys. what's going All right, on our best
1: rock performance let me get into my little fucking bag. i don't know
0: how we didn't there's uh, i don't know that's a whole other podcast but there's you know we we didn't get any fred again on there i don't even care about fred again but something well guys. i think i
1: think fred i think fred again's album might have missed the cutoff you know release wise oh my yeah guess. yeah bro uh, best rock performance um Brian Adams, so happy it hurts. Old Man by Beck. Wild Child by the cursed Black Keys. Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle. Crawl by Idols, produced by friend of the show, Kenneth Beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, patient number nine, Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <What>? Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. And Holiday by Turnstile. Um, <laughs> patient number nine, Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck is absolutely like <laughs> the fact that th- there's like a COVID truther special on the best rock performance. Um, <laughs> is cool. I like that, but i I can't give them my vote. Um, turnstile i i want to like it more than i do because i like it as a concept uh-huh. um so much and i think it's so cool how big they are um but i'm gonna have to just vote for idols because i want kenny beats to have the hardware in the stew
0: yeah i'm going with idols as well they put on spirited live performances when you see them live but also like you know all those bands that we lit. like who who listens to any of that shit like ozzy osbourne and jeff beck like we're old and we didn't even know that came out. Like, who who listens to this music? Literally no one. Like, who listens to Ozzy Osbourne's new music? He, can, he can't he can even walk. He's just like...
1: No, he's... the he's like,
0: yeah, let's, let's throw him another Grammy. It's
1: hurting. Best rock album, Dropout Boogie by The Black Keys, The Boy Named If, Elvis Costello and The Imposters. Idols, uh, Mainstream Sellout by Machine Gun Kelly, Patient Number 9 by Ozzy Osbourne, Lucifer on the Sofa by former guest of the show Spoon. Mm-hmm. Again, Black Keys, one of the worst bands of all time. Elvis Costello is an over the hill legend. Idols is, again, Kenny Beats. So I'm going to go with that mainstream salvo, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I don't know if I could consider that a rock album. Um, I don't know what the words are to describe that.
0: That is a, uh, that is a mall. That is a, like a hot topic album, I guess. Or the
1: spoon album, honestly, is pretty good, but it just sounds like spoon so much that I just can't. I don't know. It's still not turned my camera on spoon, so I can't get that excited about it. Mm. But, but but last, before we get to our guests, we got best alternative music album. We've got we uh, by the soft canceled arcade fire band. <laughs> um, we've got Dragon New War Mountain. I believe in you by Big Thief, friends of the show okay. uh, canceled because of their stance on Israel. But I think they're going to come back from that <laughs> Uh Friend of the show, Bjork, mm-hmm. her new album, uh, Wet Leg, and then Cool It Down by uh, the Yeah, Yeah, Yes, yep. which I do actually like, but I mean, obviously, I got to go Big Thief. I'm, I'm a thief head through and through, and um, mm-hmm. they, they just, no one's doing it like they do it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't really, I don't like any of these albums, really. I mean, I guess the Yeah, Yes one's pretty good, but come on, what's going on here, guys? Come on. I guess I'll give it to the Big Thief. I mean, I love Big Thief, but that new album didn't really grab me. Didn't grab me by the pee pee, and I'm never going to listen to Arcade Fire.
1: No, listening to Arcade Fire, except for a couple songs from the early albums, is is bad. But I've seen a lot of people going to the shows, which looks sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, good for them. Good for Pitchfork. God did <laughs> DJ Khaled best rap performance. We got God did. We got Push and P free gunna mm-hmm. uh free young thug uh we have fnf let's go by hit kid and my girl glorilla memphis mm-hmm. stand up and of course we have the heart number five by ventriloquist operator kendrick lamar
0: <laughs> this one's very easy this is the only easy category for me and i'm going i'm going yeah. hit kid and glorilla on this one obviously <laughs> what the f- got we gotta here. go
1: push we gotta go we gotta go push and peak glorilla although i'm a huge fan um, unfortunately, actually, Alex was saying the album doesn't deliver quite the way the singles do. If you could be surprised by that, well,
0: luckily this is not best rap album and it's best rap performance. No, you're right. You're nobody right, you're nobody right. on you're right. God did does any performing. Doja Cat is I don't know, whatever. Push and P and and it's a good song, but I don't think it's it's a performance at all. It's it's somebody who's taking a nap. Yeah, it's, after it's, too many York thirties, and they <laughs> yeah. put a microphone in front of your mouth, they like say. Say just whatever comes to your mind. And they're like,
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, it, but it created a, a more. I know, I understand that you're focused on the category title, but I do think Push and P created a cultural shift. But I think Glorilla kind of did the same.
0: What does does rap performance mean?
1: I don't, I don't know. Like, Jason. there's
0: album. There's song who knows? and then performance
1: who knows but it doesn't
0: the, mean live i mean cuz i know i know gunna and young thug ain't doing a lot of shows the last yeah they, ain't do, they, ain't do, <laughs> they they
1: they they ain't got the tiktok phone in jail but um i think that uh, i think that we we'll wait for our invite to the show you know before we really get into it Yeah. Um, But our guests today uh, also are in the music business, Um, even though their name sounds like uh, something that I go to often to get my Drake shirts pressed. Dry Cleaning uh, is joining us today on How Long Gone, their new album Stumpwork on 4AD uh, is out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got some great artwork and some great uh, lyrics and other stuff, and they're British, so we know they're cooler than most of our guests.
0: That is correct, and um, yeah, they're, they're just one of those weird bands that kind of just grips you and grabs you. There's really nothing else like it, the vocal style. I, I was doing some Googling about the, about the word that you used to describe the way that, that kind of like talk and sing-songy situation you know what i'm talking about yeah
1: i mean it's a, it's kind of something from a different era a little bit it's so like post punk i don't know it, it's like if you're in the mood for it it really hits and i think it's hard for a lot of people to digest that being said i mean obviously they've broken through in a pretty big way
0: it's called spreckesch spreckgesang spreckishang why
1: are you talk why are you talking like that
0: uh, I believe it's a German phrase or term for the style of talk singing that appears in contemporary pop, rock, punk, punk and alternative music since the '60s. It can go anywhere from Bob Dylan to the oh, B52s to okay. Sonic Youth, okay. Slint, Cake. Not the Hold don't, steady. The list goes on.
1: Don't bring up Slint. We don't have time for this. All right, let's um, let's yeah, give right. let's give dry cleaning a jingle and um, see how the pints are tasting. Tom, before we get started, we must talk about um, your animated GIF uh, zoom profile picture. Oh yeah! <laughs> and what compel what <laughs> what compelled you to do this? And are you okay?
2: Um, yeah, I'm absolutely fine, thankfully. Uh, that's actually that was made by Flo's boyfriend many years ago. There's a guy called Pedro. We used to live together. And we just went to an exhibition. I can't even remember where the exhibition was. And there was these giant ads. and I was just freaking out. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I, I I I actually didn't know it animated. <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't animate for me.
0: Oh yeah, it's w- it's wiggling your tongue. Your tongue is dancing. I didn't even know that you can have an animated GIF as your Zoom avatar. Right, exactly. I'm so, assuming this guy called Pedro is some type of computer hacker or something to, to <laughs> pull something like this off. Yeah, he's he lives
2: on the internet. He's not a real person.
0: Yeah, he's not. Same, same. I think every band or group of friends needs one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, you need one
1: of those guys. But I will say that the I, I'm I'm. I'm not personally feeling attacked but I'm just gonna put this out there and warn you that the 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 kind of motion of your tongue could be seen as suggestive by some <laughs> um, so I just want I just kind of want to flag that for you I'm loving it
2: <laughs> that's more of sheer terror but I think if you come and see us live ever there's quite a bit of tongue action but it's more along the lines of
0: gargoyle-esque <laughs> than anything. So, so you guys do stump, stump work and, and tongue work?
2: I wouldn't say you'd ever see my performance and think it was sexually suggestive. I think it's much more sort of psychopath.
0: Okay. I try mine to be sexually
3: suggestive. I just think I foul really miserably at it.
1: We've all, we've all been there. But I think, you know, <laughs> rock and roll can be sexy, but even if your genitals are covered by a bass guitar or a or a Stratocaster, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There still can be some thrusting and some other movements movements uh as a man on stage that kind of lets people know what you're what you're feeling absolutely
2: i mean that lewis has got that side of things covered there is no there's no need for me to get involved with any of this hip thrusting i'm more sort of yeah like i say i'm um, vibe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you say that well where, where, where were we the other day like treks. And I was dancing around on stage and it's one of those nights where all my dance moves were kind of landing and then I tripped over and fell into my pedal board and then had to spend the rest of the set pretending to trip over like it was a dance move. Like just this new, really kind of modern kind of dance. Oh, I
1: understand. I understand. So you took you took the you took the trip and you made it your own and no one was the no one was the wiser yeah. is, is what it's like. Yeah, you're yeah,
3: there'd be like a Miles Davis quote about make a mistake and do it twice away, we keep repeating it, yeah, just use that. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: This is a this is a
3: good idea. So like does this. that
0: mean there are d- there are days when you're on stage where you're just kind of you're wiggling around and it and it clicks and it works and it feels better than other days? Just not the music or the performance, but just the dancing.
3: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: For <laughs> me yeah, 100%,
0: 100%. That's cool. I like it. Yeah.
3: It also
2: depends what I've been doing. Like if we've been sitting around all day and I've been drinking, then it tends to be the most unhinged mm-hmm. if we've been hanging out or we've done some we've seen some nice stuff that day and we've been hanging out with friends and maybe i've had a smoke or something you know like the devil's lettuce or something and oh. that's much more that's much more groove orientated then i'm not like okay. i'm not really going for it quite so intensely that's more sort of i'm just kind of standing fairly still actually and just bobbing my head a little bit you know that kind of
0: just having a bob
3: i've also realized the surface of the stage uh changes my dance moves as well Sometimes the Mm. stages are quite slippy.
1: Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Where was that festival we played where it was raining onto the stage?
2: Oh, Helsinki. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was lethal.
4: (laughs) 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 Not Helsinki.
1: So you're saying you guys are in Helsinki rocking the crowd and, and, and and it's probably what, like afternoon?
3: yeah it's maybe about
0: five in the afternoon
1: no no offense no offense no offense i just know that you know i know that you know
0: i assume you guys are opening harry styles <laughs> goes on at midnight you know you guys technically
1: you guys technically still play with morrissey even if you go on at three in the afternoon he goes on at midnight <laughs> it's still it still counts
2: well know? i mean we'd actually played the night before with duran duran so you know Ooh. okay big dick oh, yeah. all right damn oh, yeah. bro
1: shut me down then <laughs> damn <laughs> all right dog
2: shit <laughs> so that's the level guys okay, okay. <laughs>
1: so so hold on hold on hold on let let's let's come back to helsinki now were you hand-picked by the lads and duran duran to kind of open for them in a large-sized venue
3: it was just us and them damn uh it, at a car at a castle in york Shit! <laughs> yeah uh simon a bond's a big music fan and uh Got in contact, asking us to play with them, and then we got to hang out with them. He came into our dressing room yeah. between uh, our set and their set, and knew all our names. Oh,
1: that's an old school pro, and you don't. I, I, um, I yeah, really, re- I really respect that, and I'm sure you guys aren't that level of pro, you know, and you don't have to be because you're not kind of an elder statesman.
0: You will be though. You're well on your way to doing stuff like that when you're old. Those guys,
2: I. They they were really cool actually. They were really, really nice. They seemed much once once you actually meet them, they seem way they seem way more in on their own joke than you think they are. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. They seemed they seem to be laughing at themselves very happily. You know, and I think that is a good sign.
1: Yeah, I would laugh at myself happily too if I was extremely rich and had an amazing <laughs>
2: uh,
1: amount, of, <laughs> amount of sex.
3: <laughs>
0: I've spent decades yeah. having sex with whoever you please.
3: <laughs> Talking about old pros, he knew all our names. We said those guys about the
0: rest of the band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I think
3: mean, that also says a lot. How was,
0: the, how was the Duran Duran crowd when you were opening for them? Or did they open for you? It was
2: an interesting crowd. There was a lot of... Uh, Flags, Union Jack flag t shirts and clothing. Union <laughs> uh, mm. uh, you, you Jack
3: clothing, yeah.
2: Rose wine. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying. Set- they were actually very nice. They were actually a very nice crowd. They didn't. It's one of those things where you look into the crowd and they're not giving you anything off, and you're thinking, oh, this is tanking yeah and then actually when you walk around later people come up to you go oh that was absolutely that was really great
1: brilliant set
0: absolutely massive (laughs) set
1: man massive set (laughs) yeah exactly well
0: i I guess that kind of could apply to what style of music is being played perhaps you guys aren't have you don't have like these kind of Calvin Harris crescendo moments. Where <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. go
3: one, two, three, uh, excuse go. Excuse you. <laughs> no, you're, yeah, you're right.
1: I'm we sorry. I could be wrong.
0: I could be wrong. I haven't seen. you No before. one. Your
1: your press guy did not send over uh, the remix album that I was told I would get, and, and I'm waiting for the David Guetta uh, dry cleaning remix. So you guys just let me know when that hits the inbox. You know
3: how people see our show, and how I imagine our show is very different yeah. in my head. I'm really sexy. It is this big one, two, three, four drops. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what is on my head, but I'm on
0: stage. Okay. That's good. That's the way it should be.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, when, now when you're up there in front of that many people and they're giving you nothing, do you just have to close your eyes and get into your own bag and, and feed off your own energy and know that this is going to be okay? Or do you have some struggle moments?
2: It can be a struggle, but I think I also, I noticed something about myself recently. We saw, um, some good friends of ours are in a band called Gilliband from Ireland. And mm-hmm. uh, we saw them at a festival in Poland and I was watching them and I was thinking, this is one of the best things I've ever seen live. But I was standing with my arms crossed and my jaw open, like I was catching flies in it. it like, <laughs> like, so to them, I must've looked totally bored. I was, I was absolutely loving it. So you just have to realize at times,
1: yeah, you're part of the problem.
2: Yeah, I'm part of the problem.
1: <laughs> I try to I try to nod my head and bop around a little bit to let my friends and family that are on the stage rocking know that I'm enjoying it.
3: Mm. <laughs> That's very kind yeah. of you. <laughs> I'm a I give back.
1: Well, only only if I'm triple A and I'm standing literally on the stage. Uh, if I'm actually forced to stand with the crowd, then I am looking pissed and annoyed, and they haven't given me any drink tickets or anything. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a status thing for me.
4: Right, right.
3: The one thing I've realized. I can see a yawn a mile away. Yeah, doesn't matter how big the crowd. Oh yeah, you yeah. played, played with Interpol <laughs> earlier this year. Twenty thousand
1: people. I saw, ev-
4: especially I saw me. every yawn.
3: <laughs>
1: every- Where did you guys play with Interpol in like Mexico? Yeah, yeah, I could guess. <laughs> we we had we had Paul we had Paul on the show. We have some other friends in common. I'm just we're just like, bro, why are you guys so fucking big in Mexico? And it's kind of like inexplicable. Like everybody has a theory, but I don't think anyone knows why exactly people are drawn to their kind of dark vibes. The
2: closest theory I could get to is that um, people in South America love guitar music, rock music mm-hmm. more than you think they do. They love goth stuff. They, you know, I mean, Morrissey is huge oh, yeah. in Latin
1: America. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, huge. yeah,
2: yeah. And so I think they just love the whole. You know, '80s kind of miserable indie rock thing.
1: (laughs) Makes two of us, Nation and me. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, in the in the arena
2: when Interpol came on, I don't think I don't know about Lewis, but I've never seen a show like it. That the crowd sang every word. Twenty thousand people singing every Interpol song. Oh, it's
0: it's true. They were screaming. People are crying and passing out like it's a Michael Jackson concert in '85. It's true. screaming how do you that i mean that makes sense but how do we explain brazil though because that's sort of (laughs) it's a similar energy in terms of like that rabid fandom where people go crazy and obviously you have received come to brazil comments on your instagram posts i'm assuming but like i I think there's it's there's less rhyme or reason or predictability like like carolyn polichek just played there i I just saw on She has the number one song in the country. Wow! Wow! We would and we would never know. Like she's yeah yeah yeah. She just played some some big festival there and she posted like 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 above Beyonce and all these other out. Like she has the number one song in Brazil. Wow! And she doesn't have a whole lot of guitar going on unless it's like some weird shit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Some elfin (laughs) elfin squire playing a ukulele or something. It (laughs) sounds
1: like you guys you guys are really a band's band. It sounds like you're getting picked out. You're getting plucked you know by all these old heads to kind of share the stage mm. that must feel feel good but who's the dream because you know for me it's like you know i like duran duran i like you know i like interpol but you know i'm trying to personally i'm trying to open for the killers or
4: right right. You know,
1: <laughs> of that stature yeah. you know a real band yeah yeah, yeah a real band. Yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. oh fuck you guys
3: quite early on we've had a few bands that we're a fan of i think before we've even from like the first eps before we even released a f- first album who were fans like Iggy Pop was quite early damn playing lots of our songs in one like DJ set yeah he played us up like, four times and then was just reading our lyrics out he said our names once do you remember that Lewis he read our names out <laughs> do I I've got it saved on my phone in my favourites <laughs> yeah
0: I play it for my family every Christmas <laughs> I play it for myself every night when that
2: voice said my name I like welled up I was like what the fuck oh uh. like, that's insane.
1: Did he say full names, guys? Or did he or is yeah. it just oh, yeah. yeah, he's really he's really pushed us on his
2: show. He introduced our names to all these listeners and
1: I've heard about this show. I've heard about the show. Is it like a serious XM thing? Like where can you hear it? It's on BBC Six Music.
2: Yeah, BBC Six Music, which is probably the largest alternative radio station in the UK, yeah.
1: Oh look, don't don't get it twisted, bro. We're very familiar with BBC. Okay, we've had zane Lowe oh, we've had okay. zane Lowe on this podcast. Um so uh-huh. okay. I don't want to stunt. Um he didn't mention you guys, mm-hmm. but like we didn't bring you up either. So that's kind of <laughs> our bad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I could do you know who um can I name drop out of uh uh someone who's a fan of us, which um which was amazing. Please it would be our honor. Um la- last 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 year was that a festival, it might have been latitude, and our booking agent was like, You all need to come here and sit down. And we we're like, <laughs> Okay. So big trouble, we mister. went into like the, we yeah, well, that's what we kind of thought. So we went to the catering tent. And he was like, sit down. And he was like, just received an email from Grace Jones, uh, what? saying that she's a fan and she wants you to play her Meltdown Festival in London. Oh, wow. That was a big, that was a big one. Yeah. Wow. I Still haven't got over that one.
1: The fact that she knows how to send an email is also pretty, pretty <laughs> impressive. I kind of wouldn't take her as Of it? course
3: she does. She shucks her own oysters. Have you not heard about this? <laughs>
0: no, what the fuck <laughs> no, are you talking about? I did about? not know about this.
3: On her rider, she has like a dozen oysters unshucked. So is that the right term? So she wants to shuck them herself.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is, that is crap. <laughs> Unshucked, oysters because I don't okay. trust you motherfuckers shucking my oysters. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. So you're, tellin', you're telling me Grace Jones pulls up to, let's just say, use your words, a, a festival in Poland, for example, and she's like, I need a dozen well fleets on ice. <laughs> And a and a small knife, and she's going to do it herself because she, oh, she, carries, she,
2: she she carries her own knife. <laughs>
1: that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you know anything about seafood, I don't know anything about seafood. I thought I did, but I don't. Our sound guy Grant, he's from a, he's from Adelaide in Australia. He is of the same opinion. He carries his own shucking knife as well. As fresh as you can get those oysters.
1: Hold on, hold you on. Know, Your sound guy has enough time oh, yeah. on the road to shuck his own oysters. You guys need to be working this guy harder.
2: Oh yeah, he'll fucking. <laughs> He'll fucking go and he'll fucking go and catch him in the sea as well. He'll fucking
0: Australians are built different, Chris. They just Yeah, exactly. Well I I I would like to get I mean, like we 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 do like live shows for our podcast and you guys are are playing live you know big festivals and things like that, but you've played a lot of kind of smaller pub gigs and things like that. Yeah. And we know how like the the hospitality writer, how much care is not given to that where i'm like i don't even know if i want to drink this bottled water let alone (laughs) trusting some you know sound guy's brother to go pick out a dozen oysters for you (laughs) that sounds frightening especially like right before you go on stage in front of thousands of people let's roll the dice with these raw oysters that's
1: very true it's risky as hell talking
3: about bad riders about it must have been about 10 years ago now in a previous band the singer of this band did a backflip of the stage, headbutted the stage, <laughs> and then uh, was like semi-concussed, a little bit bleeding. So we went backstage and he got a bottle of water out of like the fridge freezer section and was holding it against his face all night. And then we woke up in the morning in the hotel, which there's like eight of us in the hotel room. And someone's like, what is that smell? It stinks. And then we realized that someone had pissed in a bottle and put it back in the freezer. And he had spent all night with his bottle and piss against his face. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) And we were happy about it.
1: (laughs) Damn. Damn, that is fucked up, man. (laughs) Touring is so nasty. Like, it's so nasty. I can't believe people do it, honestly. Like, I can't believe people tour in that way. And I'm glad that you made it out of the slums and now you're playing big festivals in European nations that I can barely pronounce. Um <clears throat> because that's when you know you've arrived. Because you guys aren't you're you're in a bus. You're doing it right. You're staying at a Holiday Inn Express.
3: I think that kind of like, yes, yeah, says it well, but festivals are the worst. Like Taking a shit in a portable toilet before you go on stage is still horrible. Such a horrible <laughs> feeling. Yeah, it, it takes you a few songs to get into the set. A few I, songs can ima- I can imagine oh, yeah.
1: that. I can imagine it takes a little time. But well, I mean, <laughs> festivals just seem awful to me. Except you get to see bands you like, I guess. But it just seems like it because you you're in and out, right? You only go for the day that you play. You're not hanging out all weekend.
2: It depends. We did Glastonbury recently, and that, actually, Glastonbury was my first time there, and it was absolutely brilliant. Like, I really enjoyed watching the bands. I watched Kendrick Lamar absolutely amazing
1: sorry sorry to hear that sorry to hear that go ahead <laughs>
0: first time ever at glasgow
2: yeah
1: yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's my first time as well uh, uh
2: not uh, not a uh, not patriotic one
3: and also also an <laughs> unorganized one
2: but i went but i went to the toilet i went to the toilet and the horror the absolute horror like every time i felt like i needed a shit <laughs> i'd be like I could feel my anxiety. I was getting <laughs> smashed, you get... sweats. So I was terrified. The horror in that toilet. <laughs> Pom, <laughs> no, can we tell? You didn't th- get... There was a rumor going around as well that someone had fallen in there. As when I was
3: mom. <laughs> can we tell the story about the CDs?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay.
0: All right. Well. Yeah, I, I would prefer to just leave it at that. Perfect yeah, yeah.
1: comedic timing. Yeah, that's that was incredible. I mean, <laughs> I, I think so. It's always been my kind of Anglophile dream to attend Glastonbury, but I will only want to go. If Oasis reunites and it's kind of like I'm getting the Alexa Chung treatment, you know, like I fly oh, in.
3: I I met her. I met her there.
1: Did you? Did she take a liking to you or no? Did you
3: get the
0: digits? Did you get her mobile?
3: <laughs> no, God no, mate. Look at me. But, uh, she, um, <laughs> she was. She, I used to play in a band. She's friends with a keyboard player from that band, and so I was chatting to her, and she was dancing at my. Wait, girlfriend's so band.
1: you guys have been in a lot of bands. Anybody oh, we recognize from our years reading NME online?
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but you guys kind of come from a little bit of like a like a hardcore background a wee bit yeah. is that safe to say Yeah, probably
2: more so me yeah yeah I, um okay I've done, I've done like all sorts of bands that have lasted about 12 minutes and stuff like that yeah.
0: okay okay <laughs> so what kind of hardcore are we talking yeah. about are, were we ever London straight edge mate? No, never. I was I was actually in a straight edge band, but
2: I was the only one who wasn't straight edge. But they were cool with it. So
4: okay, that actually works
2: out quite well when you tour Europe because you get all the drinks tokens to yourself. Okay, now you're talking now you're
1: talking TJ language. The, but
2: then the flip side of that is you're the only one who's drunk. So. There was a pretty big
1: straight edge scene in London, right? It's not it's not that. Even though your culture, even though culture is is drinking there, I feel like there's some yeah, straight edge heads. Yeah,
2: actually, uh, places like Canterbury and Leeds were much bigger for straight edge, but. the um, The hardcore scene in London was a thing called the London Boys Union, LBU, and it it had some pretty classic bands in it. But they were kind of – they actually were more into their their beer and coke and –
0: that sounds like the straight edge bands where we're from, too. Yeah, that's I that mean, not straight edge,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: jason yeah. Mor- Jason's, Orange County. You ever heard of 18 Visions, bro? You- oh, <laughs> 18 Visions, 100%. Absolutely, yeah. 18 Visions.
0: Yes, being straight oh, edge yeah. is awesome until you discover how great cocaine feels. I mean, do you remember that band called uh, American Nightmare? Of course, that- yeah. We've had the singer on this podcast.
1: We see right. Wes around because he's around LA, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, well, I mean, we used to know Wes when they're all straight edge in Boston and stuff like that and then he sort of lost the edge and everyone ignored him and it was really like I remember thinking like this is one of the best bands around like why would you ignore them but yeah they were very They're very moral. And the weird thing was, they're okay with me because I was upfront about the fact I was never, ever going to be straight. If you take one look (laughs) at me, that dude has never not
3: taken drugs in his life. (laughs) That guy's taking drugs right now.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When
1: did you start? Are we talking like, were you a high school partier or did it take you a little longer in life to get to the yay? I don't really take it, to be honest with you. I'm much more into like weed
2: and like magic mushrooms, that kind of stuff. I I find find I find Coke is quite like, it's quite
3: handy if you're tired. <laughs> you don't want to go.
2: If you want it,
3: like <laughs> that's the most British thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's quite handy. A little bump in the morning.
4: Yeah. How
1: are you guys? Because you know, I used to manage a band, um, and I was always quite impressed because I was a big party guy, and so were they. And we would do the same amount or more of different substances, and then they would have to take the stage and perform for an hour, and they would just nail it. You know, because it was just like right second nature. Now, are you able to do that as you get older? Like, if you're seeing fucking stars looking in the sky when you're on mushrooms, can you still hit your hit your time? No.
4: Okay. Does it matter? Game, no.
3: <laughs> we had a show in Oxford. Was it on? I think the, the last UK tour we did before the pandemic and i kept looking over at tom and i was like man he's really fucking hating the show and i was like sounds really great your audience really loving it and i was like oh man i feel really bad for him he's really hating it then after the show i was like are you okay he's like i'm so stoned (laughs) (laughs) he was just stood
1: dead dude i don't know (laughs) i was having a great time so you can get (laughs) so you can get john blaze before you touch the stage but anything else maybe you want to stay away from
2: yeah i mean i i you know, I'm partial to a few drinks before I play, and that doesn't make me a good player. Yeah, it just really doesn't. But weed, weed's weird. It does. Like, I really, you really get into playing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Alcohol, you just get sloppy and you just miss your chords and stuff like that. Yeah,
3: I like to drink before and during, but my main issue is needing to go to the toilet. So I have to like limit how much I drink mm. based on how long the set is. Well,
0: Chris, we need to tell them about the the wee Yeah, have you guys heard about the She-Wee?
3: Yeah, but that's not going to help.
0: <laughs> Appar- well, if it's good enough for the 1975, it's good enough for you guys.
3: No, it's not.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just learned
1: about the shiwi wee from, from George That's in 1975, <laughs> and he was saying that maybe this is what... Because their set now that they're doing is like two hours long. Oh, God, that poor audience. He's just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he was like not everyone's a fan got it okay haters all right <laughs> fine and he was like
1: he was like the set's just too fucking long i don't know what to do and then he was like maybe we should get a we should do like a she and i was like i've never heard of that and then he sent me a link and but you guys have heard of this so this must be a popular british thing
3: yeah but as in a she it just helps uh we urinate in public
0: right yeah that's what i thought chris because i was i was telling my life partner about the shiwi and she's like why the fuck is a guy using it well while first of all down <laughs> the whole point of it is for a, for a woman to simulate a male guys penis to stand and, would you and guys read. all fucking relax it's
1: obviously just a joke okay everybody stop get it get out of well, your d- little well, don't joke here because it's a serious problem it's a serious problem we have on stage <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I have was, no idea it was a joke. Honestly,
1: I just think it's more because they make Shiwi makes a range of products. <laughs> if you go to their if you go to their website, so I think there is room to maybe customize something and make it more for the male genitalia as well, so you are able to piss in in a in a bottle. Well,
0: I did I did tell that to my girlfriend as well, and she said, "So a diaper." Just wear a diaper on stage.
1: Basically, basically. I'm down with that.
0: I'll try anything once.
1: Yeah, have you guys tried that before? Are you looking into it, or is this the first time you've thought of it? We're
3: trying to
0: get custom ones. Have you guys ever taken a wee break while in the middle of a set? You're just like, sorry guys, I can't do it.
3: When we do an encore, normally uh, one of us runs to the
1: toilet. Hold on, hold on. You guys... You guys do an encore? It seems like pretty early. <laughs> well. It's just it seems a little. Why are you so surprised? It seems a little, little premature. I don't know. I mean, you guys have a lot of music, of course, but you know, I just I just feel like you would maybe frown on the on that just based on your personalities. They're, sh- they're showmen at the end of the day.
3: It's a toilet break.
1: Okay, okay. So you you come back, you do your Stevie Nicks cover after you take a piss, and it feels it just feels <laughs> yeah. better that way.
0: Every every I, I I've done a lot of DJing in my day, and every time I will, I have to go pee. And then I come back, I feel like Tiesto, like flying on an airplane. It's, it really changes the way that you perform once you've finally relieved yourself. It feels amazing. Yeah,
3: when I used to DJ, I had tracks that I used to play when I needed to
0: pee. Yeah, that long one, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is there an understood track in the DJ community that is the best for that? As a, if you're a, a big room, not not big room EDM, but more of an open open format DJ, is there a go to track that all DJs agree upon?
2: Everything by Godspeed, Black Emperor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. That's
0: right. Good call. Good yeah, call, anything good call. Godspeed that'll uh, that'll buy you 17 and a half minutes. Yeah,
3: yeah. I used to do. Uh, Donna summit, I Feel Love
0: yeah 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 because
3: it doesn't get boring it's it's good enough you can play the whole like 12 inch version that's a
0: perfect example and it's like 8 minutes long or something like that yeah and that's all we need <laughs> you, you can get a cigarette <laughs> break in that as
3: well
2: you, you can have a shit and cook a meal <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then have another shit <laughs> damn perfect song so are you doing much DJing anymore or have you retired like Jason because now you're a, a, a famous musician
3: no we have our own show yeah <laughs> we've a. Uh, Actually, back to Simon Le bon, We had a, we all had our own show on Six Music uh, end of last year, and we got to have a guest, and Simon Le bon was my guest. Yeah. Um, and then at the moment, we've all got, we've got a monthly, is it monthly, Tom, on NTS Yeah,
1: monthly. Yeah. No, I don't mean that. I don't mean that fucking Brooklyn white boy shit. I mean, are you in the club, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> with four CDJs going absolutely fucking crazy, Jason?
3: I'm in the club right now. <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me.
1: Don't tell me about your little fuck. Your, your your NTS, a give me a break, dude. Come on. Yeah, That's I did. Like... This is
0: my selection of Japanese jazz from the 40s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, you, you know, no. He's <laughs> talking about. I'm talking
1: about real shit, bro. I'm talking about bottle service. I'm talking about chicks. I'm talking about fun. I'm not talking about NTS.
2: Yeah, you totally got us there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we you, you,
1: none of that. Okay, no fun. Okay, so you're saying that you do an NTS show every month where you DJ and put together a set, but you never feel like touching the pioneer at Chiltern? <laughs> I don't understand.
0: Just a little pub gig.
3: I, I used to do them years ago, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I'd like to get back into it, especially while while on the road. Uh, a bit of a touring DJ would be fun. Yeah, you can make a little extra cash. No, that's yeah.
0: that's what we do on stage. You make a little side money, and then the best part about DJing is you don't have to split it with all those, those fucking bandmates. You know what I mean?
3: Sorry, say that again. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, so this NTS show, because I make fun of Jason for listening to NTS all the time. Um. Even though it's good, I I just I don't know what it is. I just love to make fun of it. Um. And I don't know. To, they don't pay you just to clear it up?
0: Mm, I don't think so. No. No. I don't, I don't feel like we're getting paid. They're not. Well, <laughs> we're not seeing the
3: yeah, way we get. I don't paid feel like it. I'm getting
0: paid. <laughs> no, I don't think they pay you. But it's it can it can be good exposure for an emerging artist. So it's just straight. It's just. It's just straight
1: vibes then. You're just doing it for the love of the music and to kinda get there with your homies, have a couple pints and mix it up.
0: Well also also if you love DJing and making mixes, there isn't really like a good home for that. Yeah. You know, you can't just put your mix on Spotify or Apple.
2: It's worth mentioning that when we did the me and Lewis did a mix for six music and they said you can't play half of this. Yeah. <laughs> like you just can't. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. It's like it's
1: like they yeah said, i see okay particularly because the show was
2: going to come out when the queen died and they were like that's offensive that's offensive that's offensive that's offensive what was, what, we were was like,
1: <laughs> what was so offensive was the sex pistols hitting that hard for
2: them? Like, to, to, be honest, to be honest for some reason this entire country went absolutely crazy when the queen died so it's like if you had anything in drop d they were like not too offensive
0: not really (laughs) not drop just anything with anything with a somber mood to it let's we we best not play that yeah oh man
3: some of the stuff they said no to was crazy
1: yeah i mean i we've talked to a lot of people about this but it was it felt like a lot of people just kind of had a cop out you know like Ref simmons canceled his show feels like the samples weren't ready you know what i mean yeah like (laughs) if if burberry burberry (laughs) has the contract with the with the family they have to do it but i feel like everybody else you know i don't know it just it just seems like it seems like it was a lot of per- like were your local restaurants closed and shit or was it oh yeah w- could <laughs> you still get around town
2: no, you couldn't get around town right <laughs> they were like they were closing bike racks
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? bike racks?
2: i'm serious you're not allowed to train your bike you're not allowed to train your bike to this bike rack during this period because the queen
1: is dead wow that's the that yeah. is.
2: I'm just, that, that's not even
1: a joke. That's serious. No, I believe it. That is fucking twisted. <clears throat>
3: we were in the states when it was her funeral.
1: Thank God. <laughs>
3: it's, it's, yeah. it's it's really funny meeting people who are like, "We're well, sorry for your loss," and we're like, "Thank you." <laughs> it's really hard. Can I get an upgrade? <laughs> can I
4: get an upgrade?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I can I get business
0: class? Can I get a top up? <laughs> <laughs> you just want a free <laughs>
1: refill at Starbucks,
0: and they that exactly. yeah. You know, so, somebody just. Keep sending you Pims cups from across exactly. the bar.
1: Do you wish now? Do you wish you were home so you could have experienced it with your fellow countrymen? Nope.
3: <laughs> Fuck no. No.
1: Okay. Okay. Because I wouldn't. If I would have been there and I couldn't have gone to one of my little restaurants or gotten my tea at Claridges, I would have been quite upset. Um, so I, I'm. I. But I also don't. As a ang- known Anglophile, the only thing I don't understand about you and your people is the dedication to the royal family. It's something we brought up with all of our Brits.
2: What I would say is that there is no dedication to the the royal family, like, or rather, that it's kind of a, a much smaller part of the community than you think it is. It's more that the mm. it's uh, the fascination it has globally is, you know. It is weird. I fucking I don't give a fucking shit about the monarchy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But the crown is a great. The crown is a great series. I, (laughs) I
1: I love it. I love it. corn as much as the next guy, but I don't understand. I guess my issue is none of them are hot. You know. And that's kind of what we, in America, usually we demand that of our famous people.
0: Yeah, all of our presidents and politicians are very hot. That's why your country's the best country on earth. That's right.
1: <laughs> that's right. We put we put looks first, <laughs> goddammit. No, Jason, I don't mean, but we don't, we look at the, the royal family is different than the president.
0: No, of, of course they are, but they still have some government sure. power and swing, though, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, because we don't, we don't, we don't have an equivalent.
3: No, they have no
2: constitutional
3: power at all. Yeah. They they're meant to like sign off when like there's a new president, as a new prime minister, which we have like every week at the moment. <laughs> but apart from that, they don't really do anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, on paper they don't, but you get the feeling that there's some some strings being pulled in the back, maybe. Not really. No. I
2: mean, what happened was when we had our civil war, mm-hmm. they uh, we had uh, Oliver Cromwell became the head of state, and we were we were briefly a republic, and then he realised this is a lot of bullshit work being head of state. <laughs> let's get let's get the monarchy back, and they can do. The bullshit bit of waving at everyone. Uh. And then the parliament will get on with the actual work of power. Whereas, so basically, we have a very expensive group of people who just wave <laughs> at things. <laughs> and uh, the actual power mongers just get on with the work behind the scenes. Very smart move. Very smart. Move. I would
1: love to be a, a well paid waiver. That sounds like a great job to me. <laughs> I, and you get all the, I mean, you get the Range Rovers and stuff and the houses in the country.
2: I've got two words for you, my friend. The crown. I mean, I, I
1: honestly haven't watched that because no one's fucking happy on that show. I, I haven't watched that, but people seem to really like it. I just can't it's it's just it's too popular. i lose interest. But you're saying that no, that's great. you're saying it's a must watch. Is that what you're saying?
2: I think so. I mean it's fictionalized, obviously, but even recent history shows, the royal family are not happy people. Oh, yeah. They're all pedophiles. <laughs> they're all they're all half they're all half deranged, deeply unhappy, deeply flawed, deranged people. All that waving's made them all go mad.
0: So just like the church, exactly, yeah, exactly. And they're the yeah.
2: head of the church. Yeah.
0: Um, you guys, you guys just did uh, Primavera here in LA a couple months ago, right? Mm-mm, that's right. <laughs> I would love to see your thoughts, your your scene report on Los Angeles.
2: Okay, we're contrasting because I fucking love LA. Lewis is a little bit less convinced.
3: I'm slowly getting into it, but uh, traditionally
0: used to hate it. In different bands, or like just coming as a tourist, or something.
3: No, no. I, I wish I could pretend it was a long time ago. Uh, with this band <laughs> in the past couple of years.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. No, I mean it's definitely not for everyone.
3: I don't get. Uh, I have I have my issues with. I think I like to drink. Mm-hmm. And I don't get the idea that you have to drive everywhere.
1: Sure, sure. It's called drunk driving. You should try it.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that's it. We, we don't drink drive in the UK.
1: That's because, that's because you guys are too drunk. You know, that's the difference. It's like. <laughs> no,
0: because they have a bus that you can just get on and it takes you and it works versus the bus in, in Los Angeles is.
1: Yeah, you can't take the tube here. That's mm-hmm. for sure. But look, if you're only here for a couple days and you're hitting the pub with your mates, like you can't spring for an Uber. I thought the band was doing pretty well.
3: We're doing well, but not Uber well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> walk or talk? Do- yeah, slow down, money bag. <laughs>
1: we're doing well. We're doing well enough to have a BB6 mix, but we're not doing well enough to get the Uber Black back to the back yeah, to the exactly. Hollywood edition. You know, that's
2: that's too much. We had to walk to the BBC.
3: <laughs> like I like to do a pub crawl. Yeah, like I got, like I'll go into Soho and I'll kind of go to six, seven different bars, depending on how
1: long we're out for, and kind of like walk
3: around. And that's kind of what I like. that's what I like. I like people watching. There's no one on the streets in LA.
1: That's true. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, we're we're actually we're going to be going to London together. I mean, we we've both been separately many times. We're going together for some business in January. What's the number one Soho pub for Jason? To have a couple, have a couple cold ones and blast some cigs outside with the locals.
0: Hopefully, one where you could smoke indoors. I know that doesn't really exist too much anymore, but if you have a secret one, let me know. If you go
2: to Germany, you can do that. No one gives a shit in (laughs) Germany.
0: Yeah, as in,
3: we were in Germany recently, and there's loads of no smoking signs. Like, as in, too many. I was like. Why is there so many no smoking signs here? And they were like, because everyone smokes inside. Yeah. And I said, like, okay. You
2: can't read the signs because of the smoke. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> right, I'll, pass,
2: I'll pass this over to Lewis because Lewis is Mr. Soho. He's the king of Soho.
3: So there's a, a lot of pubs in Soho of the same name. Okay. So you have to be kind of like quite careful with that. Okay. Do you have an
0: example? I know there, like, there's probably like a hundred different places called the Something Arms. Yeah. Perhaps.
3: Well, as in, I'm trying to search now, so I can find free coaching horses in Soho.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but okay.
3: one of them is the best one. So they're actually all not too bad, but the the one that's on Greek Street is the main one. Okay. okay. And I go there so much that rec- uh, a few months ago. Uh, someone who works behind the bar was like, "Do you work around
1: here?" And I was like,
3: "No." <laughs> she was like, do you, "Do you live around here?" I was like, "No." <laughs> she's like, "You're always in here." And I was like, "I like this pub. <laughs> I, I,
1: I just like it." Well, what is the now? What is the draw? Is it the crowd? Is it the barmaids? Is it the jukebox? What What is the draw for you?
3: Oh, so okay, no music. Perfect. Yet, Hell yeah! But they have a piano. They have a they have a piano and one day a week, they do like old Cockney songs around the piano. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I like uh, that. It's kind of, it's kind of just off the main road enough that it doesn't really get any kind of tourists. It's kind of just people who work around there or people who kind of just know Soho well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a big outside area where you can smoke and you can stand on the street and there's not a lot of pubs around Soho I have like a security guard who's stripping you on the pavement and stuff. At this pub, you can just stand in the road. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Okay. Uh, I see what no you
1: giving you. Shit.
3: They also do. They also do the. They do the best Guinness in Soho.
1: Okay, what makes it? What makes a Guinness the best? If I because I thought a beer is a beer. That's
2: a good fucking question. That is <laughs> That's a good fucking question.
3: There's a few little tests you can do. Okay. So when you first get it, so you can you can kind of see. Well, one, you need it needs to be in a proper glass. Two, like the. Hold the
2: on, hold on. on Pro- As opposed to being poured into your hand. Yeah. Well, what do you
1: What do you mean by proper glass? Just a proper pint glass, perfectly sized. Is it cold? Is it room temp? What do we What's your preferred...
3: Uh, A room temperature Guinness class. Okay. Like, there's a... There's an Instagram called Shit London Guinness, and they just uh, post pictures of bad pints of
1: Guinness (laughs) around London. And they'd be like a
3: Guinness in a stellar glass, or like a Guinness in like a wine glass. Damn, legit! Like people got served this. That is
1: some niche. That is some niche content right there. Oh yeah. Okay, so it needs to be a branded a Guinness branded glass. You don't want any brand mixing.
0: No, 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 not at all. Yeah, Guinness has a specific glass. You know the temperature, the carbonation, the pour, the flavor, how old it is. There's a zillion things you gotta put into it I'm, I'm assuming
3: and also so my favorite to do uh with guinness geeks is <laughs> to tip the glass slightly to the side and the head of the like the beard just kind of floats out the glass and it almost <laughs> looks like it's a solid or like almost like jelly and you can kind of you can kind of pour it quite far without it coming out of the glass and that's the mm, sign of a good guinness wow like See, okay
1: wow this is getting scientific i thought this was merely <laughs> aesthetic based but you're saying there's there's some there's some, like, actual consequences. There's a
0: lot of technique into it. Well, question, is it sacrilegious to a Guinness geek to have a Guinness mixed with cider or mixed with champagne or any of those other combinations? What do you think?
2: Oh, we did those, didn't we, Lewis, when we signed our record deal?
3: With champagne? <laughs> <laughs> we, did. No, we did. we did. What did we do? We did it with champagne. And what was the other one? Was it with whiskey or something? You can just dump anything into the shit? No. Yeah.
0: I mean, you technically can, but it's such yeah. a bitter kind of dark heavy flavor so then people will mix it with a bright kind of sweet cider or, or a light champagne and mm. it creates a nice contrast what's
3: what's normally quite classic is a uh, is black currant. normally people quite like that's it.
0: actually very nice wait what's that like blackcurrant juice.
3: Oh,
1: you guys are fucking freaks, man. I, I'm I'm all set on that. Why don't you just have a vodka soda and a couple bumps like a normal man? I don't understand this.
4: I don't,
3: I don't understand. You guys have such a weird drinking culture in the states, though. Of like, I like a pint. I I don't get the small can of beer and a sh- of, a shot of bad whiskey and just doing that for an hour then going home. <laughs> well, <laughs> that seems to be what, that's what I see when I'm in the states. And then the other side, the other side is like these crazy strong IPAs. They're, in-
2: they're insane. It's like it's like eating a meal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is it is probably quite filling. I'm proud to say as a person who's sober that I I stopped partying before the IPA rush ex- experience. Oh, you were lucky. So I I've literally never had one, um, but I hate the cans. So I feel some sort of, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm doing my part uh, to kind of fight the good fight. You
0: don't like those IPA makers expressing themselves artistically on the cans.
1: I just really don't think that that's the place to express. It's like everything doesn't need to look like a bad Grateful Dead tape.
3: <laughs> I also don't want to pay $12 for a can of beer.
1: Yeah, we were in Germany recently, yeah, exactly. and we drank some of these.
2: There's a region in Germany called Cologne. They make their own very specific lager called Kolsch. And on, on the glasses, it says established in 1559, whatever. And you're sort of like, right. So that took 500 years to get that that good, or it's been that, or at least it's been that good for 500 fucking years. People sell an IPA within one week and they're sort of making beer the next week. And then you get these massive headaches. There's a reason for that. It's because they're fucking shit it. <laughs> they're, making a sh- they're making a shit beer that's full of
1: awful chemicals. So, so you're saying that you only want an old world kind of before Christ type lager. You're not interested in these newfangled brewery born, you know, hipster beers. with. We've it's kind of hesitant. grown out over yeah. here
3: a bit. We've kind of gone back to kind of like just standard like hells and kind of stuff like that. Uh, and that kind of seems to be the fashion at the moment, which I'm very happy about. Like a beer you can drink all night. We, we kind of started doing session beers, which I kind of got the tone wrong originally, where they're like two or 3%. So you can drink them for like 24 hours straight. But, uh, yeah, no. I, I quite like the, uh, yeah, just like a 4.55%, just hells. I like that I you're looking, smell. I like
1: the. Your, mm. your criteria for a good beer is I could drink this for 24 hours straight and kind of <laughs> still be standing. That's what I'm looking for when I'm kind of... Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's like my
3: issue with with people doing the small cans and the shots. I want to be out in the pub for as long as possible.
0: That's where you feel most at home. Whereas America's like, I need to get blacked out as soon as possible. Oh, yeah, of course. It's worth saying that Lewis is living in
2: a house that has a pub in its garden right now.
0: <laughs> it's
1: true. What, wait, hold on. So are you living... Because I know that in, in the UK, you can, you can stay at the pub... They have a chamber rooms or whatever,
3: like a, a hotel above it. Yeah.
1: Are you living in a? Are you living in a pub? Are you an alcoholic?
3: No, <coughs> uh, both. Uh, so, um, I, um, uh, because we're touring so much. I moved in with my sister and her husbands, and they have a house. Uh, and in the back of the garden, my brother-in-law built. A fully functioning. I've got friends who own bars which have less stock than they have. Uh, it's got bar pumps. It's got a. Uh, it's a. It's quite a big room. You could like. Uh, it's probably bigger than some bars, and uh, it's fully wow. stocked.
2: We often go over to watch the. We often go over to watch the football. <laughs> I, also, I also love Lewis the way you just said. Mm-hmm. I've got my brother. I've moved in with my brother-in-law and my sister in our house. <laughs> 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 like cause it's like. It's so unusual now that someone lives in a house. No one. Is <laughs> yeah,
3: in a house. You know I in. Mean? <laughs> I, I, I say that cuz Jerry namedstone we know who lives in a house apart from me.
2: Just
0: you, just you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in America we have a man cave and then over there you guys have a man garden is what it sounds like. Yeah. And then you can do you could watch the footy. Smoke some cigarettes, talk about tits and stuff like that. That's exactly
3: what happens.
1: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't make enough money over there. That's my main gripe with the with the UK. I feel like the salaries are too low. You get grown men with roommates. It's it's hard to not only party but to probably have sexual intercourse with strangers. So I don't know what I don't. What can you do to remedy that besides becoming a rock star? <laughs>
3: this ain't helping either. I got no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, don't go on a podcast, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, don't podcast podcasting <laughs> is not gonna help any of this. Um, but that's that's kind of our fault, I guess. But yeah, I don't understand the salaries are so low that grown ups have to have roommates. That's something that we gotta oh, talk to I, Parliament about.
3: I said this to Tom the other day. Someone who we worked with in the States did a post about um, I think it might be like a restaurant or a bar that they worked that was looking for staff for one night. And it's like a six hour shift. And they were getting 180 dollars, and I was like, in the UK, a six-hour shift in a bar like that is 10 pound an hour. You get 60 pound, and you don't. And if you have a break, you don't get paid for the break. So it's like like a Damn. quarter of the amount.
1: You don't even get paid for a break. Yeah,
3: with the pound yeah. and with the a pound and the yeah. dollar pretty much being equal at the moment.
1: Fuck. It's cool for it's pretty cool for us though. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to go, come blow some pounds at selfridges, baby.
2: Don't forget,
1: though, yeah. if you get really drunk that night, and you get hit by a car, you can go to the NHS for free. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, all right. Rel- all right re- relax, Mr.
1: No, it's, Frontline Workers. It is workers good supporters.
0: for small injuries, but you guys don't have specialists over there like we do, you know? so Yeah,
1: yeah. you don't have any who t- specialists. Who told you that?
0: <laughs> who, yeah, who told you that? Just American propaganda, normal stuff. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Where we get our news, they kind of tell us stuff about you guys, you know, and um, I- I've heard that as well. No, like, you guys have... About-
0: of great doctors over there it's more so that's what we tell the canadians whenever they try to rub it in our faces that they have you know things like health insurance and health care oh, yeah. and then we're like okay well then one of you has like a brain tumor you gotta get you gotta come down to boston or something like that to do it anyway oh yeah i mean there's, so we got that yeah, going for this, us
2: they're specialists i mean like the NHS isn't free because it's run by amateurs,
0: you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an
1: enthusiast. You guys were talking a lot about the NHS for a while. I kept seeing all this stuff and merchandise and shit. Um, so I'm glad to hear that you guys haven't backed off from that.
2: Oh, i will be very proud of it. Well, they were the true heroes of the lockdown. They were the ones that sorted everything out, but they were, they were the best. And now they're being treated like shit. So everyone's uh, trying yeah. to sort them out. They gonna actually, the nurses are going to go on strike soon. So it's, uh, Going to be loads of press about what scum the nurses are, but they're actually not. They're great. Sure. Well,
1: I only read the Daily Mail for my British news, so I kind of find out which I hear is not the best. But that's kind of just I like the way it looks with all the ads and stuff. It looks it's fun to use on my computer. Yeah, that's, that,
3: that's fucked up.
1: Yeah, that's. <laughs> well, I mean, they did the great coverage on Donald Trump's uh, ugly daughter's wedding this weekend. but like, You can't really get that stuff. You can't really get that stuff everywhere in the in the time that I need it, like instantaneously. So I just want to give them a, a shout out for that. It
2: was not the Guardian, but quite low down. Yeah,
1: see. <laughs> I, I need above the fold Tiffany Trump wedding coverage. You can yeah. only get that on the dailymail.co.uk. And that's like a that's the gift that keeps on giving. The
3: only time I find myself on that shitty website is when I like, Google something about a football player or maybe about like transfer news. And it's the only fucking website that comes up. And then it's, it's like accepts cookies. I'm like, oh, I don't want to give the Daily of my shit. And then, uh, yeah, I just choose a different sport. And
2: also, they lie about the football as well. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's, they're all lies as well. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> are they saying that the football players are are actually faithful to their wives or something, or is it like a lie that matters? Stuff like that.
2: <laughs> it's more, it's, it's more like transfer room is like, oh, Ronaldo is going to sign for Arsenal, and it's like that's not true.
1: Okay, but why? How do you know it's not true? You got inside? Are you are you an inside man at Arsenal? Or are you just <laughs> guessing?
2: No, I know. I got people in high place. We, we actually, we actually, uh, Lewis actually uh, actually does.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who do you guys support, by the way? Just Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal. We're both Arsenal fans. Yeah. All right. Go Gunners.
1: Are they good?
3: Top of the league, mate. Top of the league.
1: We're top of the league. Oh, okay, top of the league. Does that mean number one? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't some sort of British, you know. British slang. It actually means it actually means number yeah, one. Yeah, that
0: could just mean they're trying their their hardest. But no, they are they're number <laughs> one over Man City Newcastle Tottenham. and sad to see Man U down at number five, isn't it, guys? Nope. <laughs> I guess I'm asking the wrong people.
2: Yeah, you are. Yeah, fuck fuck fuck, 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 fuck no, guys. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's your that's your your rival, right?
3: No, nah, not a rival. Just, Tottenham.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To- we despise okay, Tottenham. Tottenham.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fuck fuck off Tottenham. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> fuck off Tottenham. How often how often are you guys going to the matches and getting absolutely hammered while you support your team while wearing a jersey? And does it say, like, the band name on the back, or is it just regular? <laughs> you can't drink at the stadiums. What? What?
0: What? Because of because of the violence? You can drink
2: at the stadium, but you can't drink in the stands. You can't sit with a drink.
0: You have uh... to... So
2: I made the mistake the last time I was there of ordering two beers. Heading into the seats, and the guy says, You can't take those in. So I had to drink them both. You got to skull them. in about two seconds. And then I sat down. I was, I was sat down and I was so drunk. I don't remember any other game. Because, you know, here in the
1: US, I, I just I recently was in Atlanta where I'm from and I took my dad to a Falcons game, American football. And, um, I I was just checking out some of the prices you know people love to complain about the prices at these things so is the pint price astronomical when you're supporting Arsenal or is it a little more reasonable No, it's fucking astronomical
3: well, gentlemen, the last time I was there, I was inside a player's box, so I did not pay for it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> all
2: right, big all right, big dick. Are you saying
1: to me are you saying to me that there's a football player that listens to dry cleaning and not bad bunny? Because I don't believe you.
4: Yep,
2: there is. I teed you up
4: for this wow. about ten minutes ago, Lewis. <laughs> I
2: teed you up for
1: this.
3: I know. I waited. I I I was trying to be modest for a bit.
1: I'll clean that up and post. Which player is gay? I would love to know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't? (laughs) Okay, so you're over. You're you're in one of the boxes at the Emirates Stadium, putting some pints back looking down at the punters so there's like
3: a room and it's like full of free beer and like pictures of the player and stuff and then Mm -hmm. you can see the pitch from the room but if you have a drink in your hands they make you close the blinds because you're not allowed to technically drink and watch the game at the same time
0: so is it is it like a what is the rule is it a religious thing is it a violence thing or is it just common british manners and decency
3: it. probably the second one is probably to stop violence and stuff yeah it went, yeah it's okay. not a religious thing it's not yeah man's thing
0: now in your in your younger
1: days have either of you been involved in any football related violence
3: no I've, i always that's, that stuff's fucking embarrassing man it's a
1: fucking sport
3: you <laughs> know do you know what's worse though coming <laughs> so where i've moved to I get the train kind of to london bridge and there's like meal wall which is kind of traditionally like a London kind of like hooligan team on a Saturday there's so many kind of like 14 year olds and 15 year olds wearing Stone Island which is like the clothing that's worn by hooligans just with like a crate of beer under their arms just all screaming at each other just trying to get into fights so it's kind of it disappeared for a few years it's coming back
2: dude you can't you you can't claim that you can't claim that Mill will ever stop having football violence. Come on. No, but
3: it's not. It's not it's the, 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 they,
2: they
0: invent they it. But the youth are
3: getting back into it now. <laughs> it kind of like, I thought we were dying out.
0: There's a renaissance of hooliganism. So right, right, if right. you're on, I mean, there's nothing Thank more God. of a pain in the ass than a group of 15 year olds, 16 year olds drunk. Yeah, it's very annoying. But so you're on the train, they're all carrying on. If you've got your Arsenal hat on, you'll maybe tuck it under into your coat, or do you wear it proudly? And and die on your die on your feet, <laughs> not on your knees. I just ran and cried. <laughs> yeah,
3: they they were like, trying to pick you up the a guy. They were like that guy's wearing a Chelsea shirt, Darren. Oh, Darren, that guy's wearing a Chelsea shirt, and uh, they were trying to start people in the train station. It was uh, a see. Thing.
1: That's not fair, not to an innocent bystander. If you're not from the streets, they can't. You know, if you're like a dad in a Chelsea mm-hmm. shirt, you, yeah. you're not part of this. You got to leave them alone. That's not fair.
0: Unless it's a Tottenham shirt, then give them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right. laughs> yeah, give them the business.
1: Are you guys now? When you travel are, to protect yourself, do you keep a razor blade kind of in your mouth, or is there some other sort of weapon that you keep on you to protect yourself from these children?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You guys aren't a master of the blade or something?
2: Like what, is it? what is it with Americans and arming yourselves all the
0: time? What and the- weapons. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> chill
2: out.
0: <laughs> I wish we
1: could chill out. You come come to LA, bro. It's crazy out here. I got to keep that thing on me. Yeah, yeah it's
3: crazy because
0: you've all got weapons on you.
1: I don't I don't have... The only weapon I have are my fucking two <laughs> fists, and you don't want to see the other side of those, chief. Well,
0: I mean, if, <laughs> if, if, if they banned guns, then it wouldn't be a problem, but I don't think we're going to ever ban guns here, so everyone just has to get a gun because...
1: Oh, yeah. And you guys... You Shoot them, they're gonna yeah, shoot, shoot you, you guys. Talk all this shit, but you can get stabbed all over London with a little knife. You guys have these mm. cute little knives, got, you know. I got
3: stabbed twice today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like a mosquito bite. It just happens. You have to go on with your day. We're so used to it. It's a small stabbing. The NHS
1: is so busy, I don't even bother them with this stuff. I'm like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is kinda this is kinda this is low, low hanging fruit, stuff so I kinda have to Chin keep up, it. Chin up man.
0: Chin up. <laughs> um all right guys. Well thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for chatting with us, taking the time and uh congrats on the album rollout and the, and the great reception it's getting we're uh, we're both fans over here and yeah we, we are. appreciate it
1: oh thanks very much Thank love you. the artwork we read about it today we found a story about the artwork it's so so cool
0: yeah chris wanted to know if it was an actual image or if it was like a photoshop creation no it's an actual, it's an actual image i had a feeling
3: we, we know where all the pews came from as well it's from one person and over a zoom he kind of pointed around his
0: body where they came from <laughs> Yeah. Of course we talk about the coolest thing at the very end.
1: You guys are twist you guys are twisted cats. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Uh the album also can I Yeah, please go ahead. Can I just say
3: thank you for uh Actually, reading an article and then not re-asking the question—actually, just reading it—be like we read the article, we know the answer. Yeah, compared to everyone else. Yeah, 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 That never happens.
1: No, that's why. That's why we're the best guys. We're not one of these little publications that makes money and matters. You know, we're not I mean? here to
0: teach our audience about you. We're here to talk about different ways that you can pour beers and stuff. <laughs> exactly, and, and yeah, also yeah. stabbings.
1: Yeah, and stabbings, of course. Uh stump work—the album from Dry Cleaning. Uh, in stores everywhere now, fellas. Uh, we will see you soon.
2: Thanks very much for
3: having us. Take care. If, if you want, if you want to have a beer when you're in London, let us
1: know. Oh, oh, we will. We we definitely need to tap in with the gods. Absolutely, we'll let you know. Sweet. Have a good evening. Later, fellas.
5: Bye, Bye. Bye. Things are shit, but they're gonna be okay. And I'm gonna see the otters. If there are any otters? There are. Or well, we can check, and I'm gonna see the water caterpillar. Purple hair in the co-op, purple hair in the alpin I'd love to hold you across the middle and be your shoulder bag. You scrape your t-shirt, then. Is everything all right with you? It's autumn, windy webs. Well, things are shit, but they're going to be okay. And I'm going to see the otters. There aren't any otters. There are. Well, we can check. And I'm going to see the water caterpillar. There's no such thing. Hmm? Nice idea. I'm pro-tidy. A lot of faff. Don't push the door automatic door Saint Mark's trousers my trousers your trousers can you